Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Welcome to another episode of Monday Musings Parenting Podcast for Muslim Mothers. Welcome to episode 12. And in today's episode, we will be looking at four characteristics of a patient mother, inshallah. So let's have a quick uh, overview, brief overview of what these four qualities are. Number one. Patient mother controls her tongue. Number two, she shows restraint while having the upper hand. Thirdly, she addresses the mistakes without offending a child's personality. Ah, oh, how we all wish we could do that, right? SubhanAllah, may Allah help us all. And lastly, she's always looking for solutions. So firstly, I would like to start with controlling the tongue. A patient mother doesn't frequently lose her temper when frustrated or hurt. Occasionally, yes, because at the end of the day, we are all human beings, right? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created us by default to make mistakes. So, yes, occasionally we give into tempers, we give into frustration, and we say hurtful things, we say mean things in a moment of anger. But it should not be something that we do regularly. It should be something that we try to stay away. So patient mother restrains her tongue and avoids insulting. So when an unpleasant situation arises, sadly, what do we do? What do you do? When imagine the, light, the latest unpleasant situation that involved one of your children or all of them, what do we do usually? Sadly, unfortunately, most of us, we often jump on the conclusion with a bunch of assumptions in our head, right? And as a result, we lose control of the tongue and we end up blurting out mean words, harming the child's self-esteem. You are such a selfish brat, we may say. Don't be such a liar or you're so lazy. I know this, I have been there. I have said these things. And I also know often we don't mean any of what we say in a moment of anger, but there is no way we can retract what has been said. There's no way you can take back what has been said. Remember, anything that will increase a child's sense of self-hatred will bring more of that same behavior. So often we, when we lose uh, control of our tongue, we end up damaging children's uh, sense of self-esteem, right? Speak calmly. This is an advice first and foremost to myself. Speak calmly. Irada, speak calmly. And if you can't do that, remain silent until you become calm. Until you, you know, cool down. Just be silent, right? Take your time. Just stop and pause. I think that's the best advice I've got from a sister. Just stop and pause, breathe. Because the tongue is like a sharp weapon that can break the strongest of minds. And never mind that of a young child, right? Young child who is already full of self-doubt, subhanAllah. Al-Harith ibn Hisham reported that uh, he asked the Prophet wasallam. Ya Rasulullah, tell me of a matter I can hold firmly. And the Messenger of Allah, what did he say? 
What did he say? He said, control this. And he pointed to, uh, to his tongue. He took his tongue out and he pointed to it. And he said, control this. Subhanallah. And we also know numerous other hadiths from, uh, you know, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He said in one of the narrations, whosoever believes in Allah and the last day, then let him speak good or remain silent. I'm sure many of us have said this numerous times to our children when they lose their control, right? Just be good or remain silent. Speak good or remain silent. The tongue controls all the actions that draw a person to paradise and keeps one away from hellfire. Ma'ad ibn Jabal radiallahu anha reported that I said, O Messenger of Allah, tell me an act that will take me to paradise and keep me away from the hellfire. And what did the Prophet sallallahu said? He said, O Ma'ath, you have asked me about a major matter, but it is easy for he whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes, makes it easy. You must worship Allah associating nothing with him. You must perform the prayers and pay the zakat. You must fast in Ramadan and perform the hajj to the house. Yani meaning Kaaba. And the Prophet ﷺ proceeded, Shall I not show you the gates of goodness? Fasting is a shield. Charity extinguishes sin as water extinguishes fire. And so does the praying of a man in the depths of the night. Then he continued saying, Shall I not tell you of the peak of the matter, its pillar and its uppermost part? And I said, Yes, Ya Rasulullah. And the Prophet ﷺ replied, The peak of the matter is Islam, submission. The pillar is prayer. And its uppermost part is jihad. Then he proceeded, Shall I not tell you of what controls all that? I said, Yes, Ya Rasulullah. He took a hold of his tongue and said, Kuffa alayka hadha. Restrain this. I asked, O Prophet of Allah, will we be held accountable for what we say? And the Prophet replied, O Mu'adh, is there anything that causes people to be dragged on their faces or on their noses into hellfire other than the harvests of their tongue? SubhanAllah. Like may Allah forgive us for all the harmful, mean, hurtful things that we have said to our children in moments of anger and frustration. Look at this. The people will be dragged into hellfire for the harvests of their tongue. SubhanAllah. May Allah save all of us from the hellfire. Ameen. 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 Secondly, the second characteristics of a patient mother, she shows restraint while having the upper hand. Many moms who have grown up children, you know, they already tell, they already acknowledge the fact that at some point we lose uh, influence. 
we lose our influence, we, we stop being that dominant figure in the lives of our children because they, they will be making more and more of their own decisions. They will be making more and more of their own choices. In fact, if anything, they say, you know, I speak to a lot of moms who are over 40s. If anything, they say, we start looking up to our children, Yani, looking at their mouth, you know, waiting for what is going to come out? What are they going to say now? Or, you know, how, how are we going to... Uh, deal with the situation or something right the parents what happens as children slowly grow and become an adult we no longer have the upper hand it's only when they're small when the, when they're ever so young right we have the upper hand that we we can we we feel like we can control them we feel like we own them or we feel like we can influence them it's true right and the true patience is to be calm and composed during the first strike of calamity. Meaning, you know, how does this translate to motherhood? At the first, you know, the, at the first strike of stressful or challenging behavior. At the first strike of stressful or challenging behavior. Anas ibn Malik radiallahu anhu reported, the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam passed by a woman who was weeping beside a grave. The Prophet said, be mindful of Allah and be patient. She said, go away from me, for you have not been afflicted by a calamity like mine. And obviously she didn't recognize the Prophet right? Then later she was told that it was the Prophet, the Messenger of Allah. So she went to the house of a Messenger the Prophet ﷺ, and she said, I did not rec recognize you, Ya Rasulullah. The Prophet ﷺ said, Verily, patience is at the first strike. So we have to be patient in that moment. There's no point of, you know, letting yourself lose, letting ourselves lose, uh, saying whatever we want, you know, and after the damage is done, I'm sorry. I mean, we can pick up the pieces and say sorry sincerely, so that we don't repeat the same thing over and over again. We don't make the same mistake over and over again, right? Inshallah. And thirdly, addressing the mistakes without offending a child's personality. This is something that I really feel strongly about. I think it's a weakness uh, within myself, I think, and also uh, within many of us mothers that when we, when we see our children you know, making mistakes, we often take it, take it so personally, so personally. And we end up, uh, you know, blaming, belittling, humiliating, shaming our children and offending their personality. So when pointing out the mistakes, we should be mindful of children's dignity, right? Dis discipline without disrespecting. The Prophet ﷺ never ignored anyone's fault. And we see the beautiful example of how he corrected companions, including some of the some of the companions who were still children at the time, how he corrected their mistakes, right? From the Sira subhanAllah, he would always point out, correct, he would point out the mistake, he would correct the mistake like by literally doing what was right 
not saying like, oh, why did you do it like this? You should have done it like that. I told you like this. I explained like this. No, he just demonstrated the right way of doing things. However, he was very sensitive about protecting one's honor. And he corrected the faults, wrongdoings, shortcomings without condemning the person. Condemning the person. That's a crucial point. So on one occasion, people cursed a man who failed to uh, overcome his alcohol addiction, for example. The Prophet said, don't curse him. What I know of him is that he loves Allah and his messenger. This is narrated in Al-Bukhari, subhanAllah. Once a man entered the mosque and since he was about to miss the first rakah, he bent down in ruku while he was still walking and he was rushing and he had not yet reached the line. When the man told the Prophet وسلم, what he had done, the Prophet وسلم, said, may Allah increase your enthusiasm, but don't do it again. How simple, right? Even before correcting someone's mistake, he would say something motivating. May Allah increase your enthusiasm, but don't do it again. Narrated in Al-Bukhari. Again, once he heard, again, another example, subhanAllah, once he heard about a young man who was neglecting his night prayers. I think many of us know this hadith. And he said, what an ex excellent man Abdullah is, if only he would pray the night prayer, if only he offered the night prayer, right? And Abdullah ibn Abbas never neglected the night prayer after that. This is narrated in Muslim, subhanAllah. Like how, what a beautiful example of educating, you know, educating a person and pointing out mistakes and correcting mistakes and while still protecting their honor and dignity, right? Without any belittling, humiliating, shaming, blaming, subhanAllah. May Allah allow all of us to follow the example, the beautiful example of the Prophet Ameen. And fourthly, the patient mother is always looking for a solution. So being patient doesn't mean, as we have discussed in last episode, that it doesn't mean to just passively waiting around until the terrible twos or you know the, the teenager phase or whatever difficult phase you're going through passes away, right? No, it means taking action, doing something. So rather than stewing in blame, you know, rather than, you know, looking for excuses and looking for people to blame for the situation. No, she makes the, the she makes the, the, she looks for the solution. And if the solution is to come up with some sort of consequences or let's say punishment, pa punishment nowadays is a very harsh word, right? Punishment is a very harsh word nowadays for some reason. But if you have to, come up with a consequences then a patient mother makes it fit the need of a child need of a child we we know another hadith when a man urinated in the masjid right many of us have heard this when a man urinated in in the masjid the prophet وسلم, ordered a bucket of water to be poured onto the affected area so he was always looking for solution that fit people's unique circumstances and situations. 
because he always wanted to make things easy for everyone, even when deciding what consequences the wrongdoers will have to pay. Once a man came to the Prophet ﷺ to confess that he slept with his wife while fasting in Ramadan. And the Prophet asked if he was able to free a slave. The, the answer was no. The Prophet asked if he could fast for two consecutive months. The answer was no, he was too old to fast. And the Prophet asked if he could feed 60 people. The answer was no, he was poor. Then the Prophet remained quiet and sent the man away. Later that day, he was gifted with a basket of dates. And the Prophet ﷺ called for the man and said, Take this and give it away in charity. To this the man replied, There is no family in all of Medina that is poorer than mine. I am the most needy and my family needs it the most. The Prophet ﷺ smiled. He smiled and said, feed your family with these dates. SubhanAllah, look, always looking for the solution. Like we should sometimes, you know, we think that patience is suffering in silence, right? Patience is just enduring the pain and passively waiting around and doing nothing. No, whatever the situation we are facing, and whatever the difficult phase that we are going through right now, we should always look for the solution, right? Come up with action plan, you know, take, take baby steps, whatever the steps, take baby steps to overcome those. And that is the true essence of patience. It's not being passive. It's not just sitting around. It's not suffering in silence. It's not just waiting around until it will all pass and finish, no actively do something about it and if we have to come up with consequences then punishments then make sure we choose the ones that fit the need of our children something age appropriate something that you know we have to check our, our expectations are age appropriate or appropriate of their needs currently subhanallah so my dear sisters Let's be patient. Be patient. Imam Ahmad said, Good character is to not get angry or enraged. Good character is to patiently endure what comes from people. Surely a lot of anger, frustration, uh, you know, uh, anxiety, stress we face in life mostly come from people around us right they, they they it comes from people around us and when it comes from your children when it comes from our children can we endure what comes from our children can we so let's look at one incident where the prophet sallallahu demonstrated patience while correcting a mistake again Anas bin Malik anhu narrated that while we were in the masjid with the messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I just want to finish, you know, for emphasize with this uh, hadith again. While we were in the masjid with the messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, a, a Bedouin came and he urinated in the masjid. The companions quickly jumped up and said, ah, oh, ma'ma, like expression to use to say, 
to severely scold someone. And the messenger of Allah said, don't stop him, let him finish. They left him alone until he finished. The messenger of Allah called him over and said, any kind of urine or filth isn't suitable for the masjids, masajid. And uh, these masajids are for remembrance of Allah, for salah, for recitation of the Quran. He then ordered one of the companions to bring a bucket of water and pour it over the affected area. So this is the solution, right? This is just like going straight to solution rather than, you know, like, oh, why did you do this? Did you not think about this? How could you have done this? You shouldn't have done this. Just do what's the, do the right thing at that moment, right? Do the right thing at that moment. I know it's really easier said than done because I, I'm also a mother, right? Daily, we have to endure so many moments of frustrations or anger or, you know, some... Uh, like negative emotions and feelings that caused maybe by our children's behavior, right? Maybe they don't listen, maybe they don't obey, they don't do as they're told to, but how do we react? Are we the patient mother? Are we the patient mother? So in conclusion, Mother's patience is the ability to use mistakes as an opportunity to empower her children, right? Empower her children and not, uh, not belittle them and not shame them and not damage their sense of self-esteem. And may Allah enable all of us to deal with our children's mistakes patiently and may Allah grant all of us Patience and tawfiq, inshallah. And I just wanted to say massive jazakallah khair to all of you who have supported us since day one. Uh, we will be having, uh, subhanallah, I can't believe it has been six months since we launched Raising Young Scholars. And mashallah, what an amazing journey it has been. Just a quick shout out to all those who have supported us since day one by you know by simply maybe following us on social media liking our posts leaving comments or purchasing our courses and products jazakumallah khair uh, may allah bless you all and bless your families ameen and please follow us on social media who, who for those who want to support more uh, you can follow us on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and you can go browse our website and invest in one of the products or courses, inshallah. I just wanted to say quick, Jazakumullah uh, khair. Jazakumullah khair. Thank you to all of you who have supported us by sending, you know, uh, messages of encouragement by sending kind messages we see you we notice you we appreciate you and we make lots of da'a for you behind the scenes may Allah bless you and your families ameen 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 and I look forward to seeing you in future episodes of Mandi Musings assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh